0: Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Oh, I always get this wrong. Rock and Roll Football Absolute Radio Podcast. I don't know why I struggle with that.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure, no, yeah. You've not you because you get it right all the way through the show and then it comes to the podcast. Maybe you just relax a bit when you know. You know it's what just I do? I've taken my
0: foot off the gas a bit. Yeah. I've already got know, my nice. feet up. I'm already dreaming of having a sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you going to go for? Uh cheese, tomato, onion. And a bit of mustard and a gherkin. Oh, yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I've got beetroot
1: at the moment, pickled oh, beetroots. But love uh, a bit of I beetroot. I do love a bit of pickled beetroot. It's love just, it's just beetroot. too messy though, isn't it? It's too messy. It stains everything it touches. You know, if, if,
0: yes. If it's, Work tops, fingernails, yeah,
1: mouth. I, someone should
0: genetically engineer a beetroot that doesn't stain things and then I'd be all over that. Yeah, come on, boffins. If you're a scientist listening to this podcast, pull your finger out. Yeah, there's nothing more important that you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> this time, We have got an absolute sizzler of a show for you coming up. I mean, two words, Wayne Bridge. Oh, yeah. God, I think yeah, that's God. all you need to know. It. I mean, yeah. it's one of the funniest phone calls I've ever been on. <laughs> it was great. He's such a lovely bloke,
1: isn't he? And goals, uh, Donald Trump pops up at one point. Fans of Donald Trump
0: will be delighted to hear Oops. him back on the show again. So, yeah, it's all going on. This is a jam-packed celebrity global stakes person special.
2: Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and
0: Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Dyson, how are you doing? I'm good, thank You? You? Yes, very well, thank you. Keeping well, keeping well. Been on the exercise bike a lot. I think I'm going to emerge slimmer from this than when I went in, which is incredible.
1: It's amazing, but you might be quite pale because you actually can't leave the house full stop. I was out in the sunshine yesterday, really picked my spirits up, but it must be really hard to not leave the house for five weeks. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, I'm coping, (laughs) I'm not rubbing
0: it, I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm just saying, I feel for you. It must be really hard. Oh, it is, but there's a way to do it. You're like, oh, the outdoors is amazing. I mean, without the outdoors, I don't know how I'd cope. I mean, <laughs> from you guys, it was... I'm staying... I've am staying i got a vitamin D spray. I stick my head, okay, I stick great. My head out the window, put my lips do to you? the mailbox yeah. sometimes and suck in some clean <laughs> breathe in the,
1: Breathing <laughs> the fresh air. <laughs> Just looking oh, through the lovely. peephole at the outdoors, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, well, yeah, hey, look, you're nearly at halfway point now, so, you know, it's not long to go.
0: Not long to go, hopefully. Um, now on Saturdays, obviously, you usually preview our red-hot Premier League action to the grandstand yeah. theme tune. There is no red-hot Premier League action, so what are you amazing. previewing today? Um,
1: well, I'm just sort of looking at uh, some sort of advice. I'm like a like a football scout, uh, but a football oh. scout for for buying booze from the <gasps> supermarket. Oh, yeah.
0: amazing, amazing, Dyson. Want, to watch, yeah. <laughs> take it away.
1: So yeah, last week uh, I did a food diary over this grandstand music, and as well as an increased focus on feeding during the lockdown, there's also been a rise in alcohol consumption for most of us. Surely you thought you not leaving the house, I mean, you must to be getting through quite a bit. Uh, so so without, without going into gratuitous details about amounts or units, whatever they are, here's a rundown of my drinks of the week, my ones to watch in the booze aisle of your super socially distant supermarket <laughs> this week. Straight out of the traps like a Johnny Method howitzer. So it's your classic Cronenberg 1664 or Lille C'est 6, Eric Cantona's favourite premium strength French lager. The seagull-enticing trawler man wants the face of this golden pale beer. Unfortunately, a few too many, and you will feel like launching yourself into a crowd of Palace fans with a flying kick. <laughs> Do make sure you stay two metres apart from them if you do get to that stage. Also make sure it's probably your daily allotted piece of exercise. We may as well. We may well be pie-eyed on Cronenberg, but we're still obeying the government's rules on social distancing. Yeah. At two, staying with our Gallic friends on the continent. A cheeky Longadoc Rose from Aldi. You may think that sounds like a, a Thursday night Europa League fixture, but let me tell you this is Champions League level grog for the super-savvy shopper, perfect for these sunny spring days, the Jean-Pierre Papin of the wine world. And then the third recommendation from your lockdown booze scout is a gin that changes colour when mixed with tonic, swapping jerseys quicker than Eden Hazard and Angel Di Maria, who once had the cheek to do it at half-time. It's blue, fruits of the forest, tinged gin in the bottle, but then it turns yellow when mixed with tonic, groundbreaking yeah no I've never seen it before in my life colour changing gin groundbreaking I don't know what the point I think it's sort of like a just a fun thing to do at parties I suppose remember when we used to have parties
0: yeah remember them yeah
1: (laughs) anyway it's groundbreaking alcoholic alchemy on rock and roll football and it's alive
0: (laughs) yes dice these are getting better every week (laughs) I don't
1: know about that I'm really running out of subject matter
2: Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football.
0: Now, Dyson, as you know, um, I'm, I'm shielding, which means I haven't been outside for nearly five weeks. I've got myself an ex- yes. exercise bike so I'm keeping myself fit. I'm on a diet, so I'm just trying to keep my weight down in every way. I'm, I'm still enjoying myself. But on Thursday night, I snapped. And oh, did you? Well, I think you were. Well in quite spectacular style. you yourself. I sat there and in one sitting consumed an entire tub of ice cream.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute, are we talking? Are we talking supermarket traditional British
0: sized liter tub or a small Ben and Jerry's tub? Medium sized Ben and Jerry's. I checked the afterwards. I checked the weight. It was half a kilo. Oh wow i have eaten was 500 grams of cookie <laughs> dough in one go. Oh, well, that is good. That's so much. I just couldn't stuff. stop. I don't know if you no, ever had that. Yeah. I had one mouthful <laughs> yeah. and then I had a little bit and mm. I kept putting it back in the freezer and I just thought, oh, am I kidding? Yeah, just have another.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's just so Moorish, isn't it? It's something they put in that cookie dough that ma- cookie means dough you can't pieces, stop. Man. I was just—I like, need them now. Stop. I need them in you me. I've completely feel you. I think I've done that myself, and I didn't even have uh, shielding to blame for it, or you know anything like that. It's just—it's just once you've once you started, you cannot stop.
0: That's I tell you what's weird as well is, and I've never really had this—the self-loathing that followed it was profound. <laughs> I was like I was like Bridget Jones. I felt like I was going through a divorce. What have I done? Yeah, it was proper like I'm falling apart.
1: <laughs> Look, if you do that once every five weeks, I think you're well within your rights to do that once every five weeks. You stay normal, you eat healthy, you do exercise for five weeks, and then you have a massive blowout on ice cream. And, you know there are worse ways to have blowouts,
0: surely. Yeah, that's right. No one's gonna say, "Oh man, have you heard about 40s he's, he's lost it on the old." Uh, and they'll say, "What? Has that showbiz lifestyle caught up with him?" They're like, "No, no, no.
1: He's uh, <laughs> no, no. He's
0: like cookie dough. He's like Scarface, but with ice cream.
1: <laughs> cookie dough, ice cream. It is the best one, though, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. It's making me want some now. Right, let's get some. Sorry, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be enabling you like this. Uh, we should be some <laughs> intervention. Sorry, you've got to stop it, Forty.
0: Knock it on the head."
2: The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson.
0: As there's no live football, obviously every week now we're featuring a different genre of brilliant football matches. We've done FA Cup Finals, League Cup Finals, Great European Nights and today, probably the most enjoyable games in football, Dyson. Oh, I mean, they're such huge games because there's so much money at stake
1: in in these matches and it's all on a one-off game. They're so exciting but so tense at
0: the same time. We're doing playoff finals. And I definitely think particularly with the championship playoff finals to get into the Premier League, it has become a bigger deal as a spectacle than it was when we were kids. Certainly. Because, I think because there's more and more
1: money on it now. I mean, the pressure that's on those players, no wonder sometimes they make mistakes. It's at Wembley. It's huge. The whole country's watching. And it's, it's, there's
0: like £100 million at stake for your club and the club's owners. There's so much pressure on the players and it is in terms of a final there's more pressure on that than say an FA Cup final or a League Cup final yeah. because you, you it could transform what league you're playing in it, like it totally yeah. transforms your future it, it's incredible
1: <laughs> it can affect the next 10 years of your clubs your club's future yeah certainly And we, as Forest fans,
0: have never been in a playoff (laughs) final. No, no. 21 years outside of the top flight, never got to a playoff final. So we asked you for your suggestions on social media. You tweeted us, at R&R Football. We've had to narrow down some... I mean, there's so many to choose from, but we've narrowed it down to four. Which two have you got, Matt? I've got Man City against
1: Gillingham from 99 it was the second division playoff final Uh, Marlon Solomon amongst many others on Twitter suggesting that so City had fallen so far they were in what is now uh, League 1 trying to get back up into the championship uh, the first division as it was then and also I've gone to 98 for one of I mean widely regarded as one of the best playoff finals ever Sunderland against Charlton Uh, Chris Davis loads of others on Twitter suggesting that one the first division in playoff final from 98. I predict goals.
0: I think there'll be a lot of goals in those. Uh, Tony Cowards yeah. on Twitter suggested Barnsley versus Ipswich Town from the year 2000. Um, a lot of people suggested that as well, so we're covering that. Yes. And um, a few people from our neck of the woods, Dyson, suggested Derby yeah. against QPR in 2014. <laughs> oh. uh, we oh. only picked that because we've got some very close friends who are QPR fans who did ask for it yes. and we yeah. thought it was unfair not to. They had nothing to do with Derby being involved at all. No, no, no. And we wish them all the
1: best and hope they can get something out of this game.
2: Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast.
0: Sound the air horn in the year 2000. Barnsley versus Ipswich Town in the playoff finals with an own goal. <laughs> by Richard yes. Wright. Oh, so embarrassing. Dear. It's Barnsley 1, Ipswich Town nil. Barnsley with a foot in the Premier League Dyson.
1: Well, I never. The Tractor Boys did not see this one coming, did they? What an embarrassing own goal
0: for the keeper. Oh, really embarrassing. Um, now, we, we've we been bringing you news of various people that we've been keeping up to date with. One of them is the crazy life of Ronaldinho. The other one is Fastino Asprea, who you may remember a couple of weeks ago. Um, we shone a light on his condom business and the good work he's trying to do in the lockdown in distributing what sounds like... Millions of these things um, yeah. around the world. to, I suppose you know boost morale. Um, yeah. He's now saying he's so desperate to get these condoms out there, he wants to deliver them by drone. Oh, he's the he
1: really is the gift that keeps on giving. It's, it's genuinely it's a good idea if you've got a stockpile of uh, of rubber johnnies, you know, and you need to get them out there now. I suppose drone is the only way to do it. You know, he's he's talking sense in many ways. He's speaking more sense than Donald Trump about uh, during this crisis, isn't he, to be honest?
0: Well, I I do not agree, by the way. I do not agree with that. I I think Festino (laughs) has a very good, very beautiful business model and very sensible idea to drop these rubber johnnies from a plane. I've seen them do it with crop dusting. There's no reason why you can't do it with johnnies. And I think it would be very good for people. And I think I think maybe they, if you wear one, then maybe you are immune. Maybe yeah. we could get that tested out.
1: Maybe. Is that a sarcastic question or is that a genuine thing you think could help us, Donald?
0: i We cannot rule anything out. That The scientists are very clear that until you test it, you can't rule it out. I think that's true. So I think we should maybe try this if we all wear a Johnny. I would need perhaps a different size. But yeah. <laughs> We could. Can... <laughs> the thing is, that's less insane than the stuff he's been yeah. saying. Exactly. Tino's it's, 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 the voice of reason in all this. <laughs> <laughs> Fastino Espria, we salute you.
2: Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football.
0: I was just about to say it's rock and roll football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're joined by Wayne Bridge.
2: We're joined by Wayne
0: Bridge and Wayne Bridge's son.
2: what happened there Bridget and literally I said do not come in this room two seconds later he walks in the room like mate seriously (laughs) (laughs) why won't they listen hey they're threatening me with everything these days young players (laughs) give me a chocolate bar or I'm not doing homework Oh yeah,
1: oh, That is not how homeschooling works. I'm this out there. at the moment, honestly.
2: What sort of chocolate do you have to give? A- <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Do you know what? it has to be dairy milk buttons as well? <laughs> Does it? Oh well, yeah. yes. Oh. You've got good taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: like their mum. But, but you're giving the wines for you, not for them, right?
2: i hope you you did get that i guess you have to explain yourself these days that it's not for them
0: oh mate so um what's it like then have you got a house full there
2: uh mum dad missus kids um it's actually been all right when the holiday period because it was the kids can kind of do what they want i play with them a lot and you know they can come and come and grab me if they need me or they, they can literally go and literally run around the garden watch whatever they want on telly I'm a bit like I don't know how long this is gonna last so do what you want but then and as soon as homeschooling started I'm just like oh my god <laughs> do you know what I mean me and Frank I don't know how many we wouldn't have got many GCSEs between us do you know what I mean so it's been a bit of a headache yeah. to be honest
1: it gives you a whole new respect for teachers doesn't it homeschooling it
2: does and do you know I, I think they are really good, but my kids are also really well behaved when we aren't around. Yeah. I think at school, you know, yeah. I'm sure they don't threaten their teacher with give me a chocolate bar, I'm not doing the work.
0: Frank, you'd be good at doing music, you'd be good at doing sport. What are the other lessons that you're doing, and what are the, what's the one apart from sport you enjoy teaching the most?
2: Can you hear the silence? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it dropped out. You know, I've, I've always been, I, I was always good at maths. I enjoy maths and yeah. he, he quite likes maths as well. Parker, my oldest, we've basically been assigned one child each. So I've gone with Parker because he's the easiest one. And I've got a shorter fuse than Frank. So she's got Carter. <laughs> so um, yeah, he, he likes maths. Sport wise, I do enjoy like I set up like little salt courses, but the little one Carter is just. I set up on a salt course, took me twenty five minutes, and he ran ran just smashed it all up. And I was like, my like, like, that's that's when the wine right, out, I think. we're going in. We're going in. You had your fun.
0: Hack it all away again. Oh, mate. Uh, uh, I live. Doing- Go on, I, live
2: live? For a, I have a Zoom session on a Sunday. I literally, I just want to press fast forward from Monday to Sunday to have a little few drinks with my mates on Zoom. Yeah. So who's on the Zoom call? You're on it. You're on it, mate. You're on oh, it. That's you, right. You, yeah. You, you're you're yeah, on a. You're right. on. Um, could be getting kicked off soon because uh, he's been late for a few. So he's on a tight oh, rope at the moment. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were
1: yeah. a stickler
0: for timing, Forty. Well, I tell you what it is. Two hours late the other Sunday. Two oh, hours. <laughs> I explained this at the time. We had to zoom other people, and then because ours
2: are like, oh, you're so popular, you're just in demand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no,
0: what I meant is, we have like other ones lined up, and the, the one that me and you do with Paul McCaffrey and Rob Beckett goes on late. So I think, well, I can join that late, so I'll probably be on it
2: till midnight. <laughs> We've got robbers on it till three in the morning the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I don't know, I don't know who he was talking to because we had all left. Is <laughs> that talking to himself? Oh, they've been amazing though. It's so good being able to yeah. do it. I know it, it is good. It just it's something to look forward to in a way. Yeah, uh, that's true. it's like I'm when already... you have a drink,
1: a drink and a laugh. And it takes you away. It takes you out of the house for a little bit, doesn't it? You know, it it's just, bad. It's
2: it is seat. bad though because I think when we're on it it's so easy to grab a drink because I literally sit next to the fridge. So it's like, just, you just, you, there's no walk into the bar. It's just keep grabbing it. And you don't realize how much you're drunk. So you wake up on the kitchen floor and your missus says, well, what are you doing down here? <laughs> <laughs> I got up early Rob... for a workout and fell asleep. <laughs> and why is
0: Rob Beckett still on the laptop? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wayne,
0: it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you so much for sharing the secrets of your lockdown.
2: (laughs) It's actually not all like that. That's just on Sundays.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we should be clear. That's only one day. (laughs) Sundays, (laughs) yeah. Oh, mate, always a pleasure. I'll see you on Zoom
2: tomorrow. Yeah, thanks a lot. Look forward to it. (laughs) Cheers. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson.
0: I don't know how to break it to you, but this is a quadruple air horn situation. It is goals galore in these playoff finals. In 1998 and in the year 2000, Dyson, what's happening in 98? First in 98 here at
1: Wembley in this uh, first division playoff final. Charlton in their red and white Lecoq Sportif kit with sponsor just Mesh, whatever Mesh was. Sunderland in a <laughs> gold, gold ASICS kit. And we don't see that often these days. Sponsored by Lampton's Cool and Creamy Beer, uh, both Mm. trying to get to the Premier League this afternoon. Uh, We have an early goal and it's been scored by Clive Mendonca for Charlton, putting them 1-0 up. But then just minutes later, uh, we had an equaliser from Niall Quinn, the mighty Quinn, the Sunderland lanky beanpole striker has made it one all. So at the moment, it's Charlton one, Sunderland one.
0: Two goals in the 2000 playoff final. Barnsley were a goal up. It's now a three-goal thriller. Two goals for each town. Mowbray equalising yeah. and then Richard Naylor scoring. This is an incredible start to the second half. Oh, man. These are playoff finals. I mean, I've always wanted to go to an FA Cup final. But yeah. I think a bucket list well. for me would be playoff final, FA Cup final, old firm. Oh, yes, yes. I've done a playoff
1: final. I've done an FA Cup final. I Actually, years ago, I went to a, a Notts County playoff final years ago just with my mate who was a Notts. County fan, uh, and it was when um, it was when Neil Warnock was in charge, and Notts County played Brighton, and Brighton wore this horrendous, horrible kit, and it was a it was that Tommy Johnson team, uh, yeah, uh, amazing, a, Steve amazing, Cherry, yeah, yeah, all that, lot. and they were in a playoff final. So I, I witnessed
0: oh. the Notts County playoff final, but I don't think I can handle the stress of a real life playoff final. Well, uh, maybe one where your team's not involved, then maybe that'd just be more exciting, just to yeah, go to one. That. I remember yeah, the Reading Swansea best, yeah. one a few years ago looked incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are so good, aren't they? Oh, well, we'll be bringing you updates from the years 99, 98, 2000. We should say it's still nil-nil between Derby and QPR in 2014.
2: Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast.
0: Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. I'm still buzzing from Wayne Bridge, Dyson. (laughs) He was so good, wasn't he? What a lovely fella. He is one of the funniest people I've ever met. And those, those Zoom calls on a Sunday night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can they imagine sound what it's raucous. like. Yeah, yeah, they sound raucous. It's amazing. Um, I, can't, I, can't, I obviously can't spell any secrets. I think he told more no, than, than no. I did, but they are, they are the highlight <laughs> of the week. Um, obviously, Wayne played for Chelsea back in the day, as well as Man City and Southampton. Uh, but when Mourinho was in charge of Chelsea, and this was in the, the newspapers this week... He wouldn't even say the word Liverpool. <laughs> he, he couldn't bring himself. Such
1: was the hatred. It's like when um, when thespians don't say uh, Macbeth, isn't it? You know, the actors, they co- the play that shall not be named. They can't. Oh, yes, they the can't Scottish bring,
0: play. They call it. Don't the they?
1: Scottish play. Yeah, they can't even bring themselves to say it. He's like he's like
0: Liverpool, like his Macbeth. But imagine if you're playing them at the weekend. You're like boss, boss. Who are we playing at the weekend? That lot. Who's that lot? Them. Who? You know. No, I don't. <laughs> 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 right, we've done a bit do of an is? analysis on our <laughs> play football. <laughs> and what <laughs> tend to do is play with two up front. That's the <laughs> way. But what is going just say it. We all know who it is.
1: <laughs> You're not going to make him play any better when you say their name. Just say- it doesn't matter, does it?
0: Come on. You no, know, and it's also like, it's not like he was ever involved with Liverpool. So, no. Like- yeah. Why was he so transmitting not naming them? And it's
1: not like they're they're Chelsea's biggest rivals locally. Uh, So there's no real reason for him to have such a hatred. But to not say their names, well, it seems childish, but then we know the man is quite
0: childish. It's sort of Paul McKenna level. You can't believe someone would do that without being hypnotised. When you hear this noise, you will have forgotten entirely the word Liverpool. Yeah, to when you hear this noise when you hear take that relight my fire you'll feel the need to get naked <laughs> what was, was well. it I don't know if you've ever seen a pub hypnotist I saw one once in a pub in Weatherby. and I don't understand <laughs> why <you>? wow. <laughs> live hypnosis for some reason had to involve nakedness yes or Otherwise, chicken it wasn't I, really... I seem
1: to recall them the, the, uh, squawking like a chicken was a regular yeah. thing as well you don't see them as much anymore do you know? No. <laughs> what, what happened the to them hip-
0: i mean that's one of the side effects sadly of this crisis is it's really hitting yeah. the hypnosis community hard yeah
1: i think we'll finally move on from the whole hypnosis, hypnosis <laughs> act thing i think that's it for them <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: you're listening to the rock and roll football podcast
0: It's a double air horn situation here on Rock and Roll Football. There's been a goal in 1998, Matt Dyson. Yes, and Kevin
1: Phillips has scored what could be a crucial goal for Sunderland. He's been player of the season in the old first division this year, scored many goals as well. This is a crucial one in the
0: 58th minute. Sunderland 2-1 up against Charlton at Wembley. And it's an absolute goal fest in the year 2000. Barnsley versus Ipswich. There's been a fourth goal. Is it an equaliser? It's not. It's a third for Ipswich Town. They were a goal down. Whoa. And now William Stewart makes it 3-1. And in the playoff final in 2014 between Derby and QPR, uh, Gary O'Neill has been sent off. QPR are down to 10 men. So you have to say Derby County now with a huge advantage wow. in they've that Wow, they've got to win final. this, haven't they? They've got to win this now, surely. We had an own goal in one of those games earlier. So what better time to do this week's own goals? Oh, and
1: the back pass.
2: It's an own
0: goal. You can tweet us at rnrfootball or email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk with your personal own goals from the week. You've got one there, Dyson, from Adam.
1: Yes, it's from Adam, who's tweeted us to say, as a midfielder chasing back the oppo winger, the opposition winger, as he calls him, the oppo winger, which is a strange expression, uh, played the ball across me for their striker. I was on the halfway line, corridor of uncertainty, and I swung a boot to deflect it, nearly went into the top corner of our goal, but our goalkeeper made the only save he made all season that day. What a lucky escape for Adam.
0: Oh, that was an almost own goal and very literal.
1: Yes. And it must have been from a few weeks back when we weren't socially distanced. I would certainly hope so, unless Adam they're playing, on Twitter. Unless they're playing that football where you're playing a massive uh, Zorb thing, a big big inflatable balloon. That's the only way you can play football now, I think. So yeah, I'm not sure Chris Whitty distance. would agree. This is unofficial no, yeah. advice
2: no,
0: from yeah, the House yeah. of Dice. That's
1: not the advice of Absolute Radio as well. Uh, just it was probably on Facebook. sure it was a
0: computer game. <laughs> Uh, Callum on on Twitter says I won a Zoom quiz with friends but was asked to guess the club and capacity of Moor Lane Stadium. I had a complete stab at 5,111 and was just three out but I got the club wrong. Everyone assumed I'd googled it so unanimously agreed to strip me of my takeaway bought by the loser. I mean that's not an own goal. That's a miscarriage of justice. That's so,
1: I mean, it, it does sound, it's sort of officially close though, doesn't it? I can sort of see why they might have thought that. But who does play at Moor Lane Stadium? I've got no idea. Do you know?
0: Hashtag I believe Callum. I, th- I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> I think he's, I'm, you know what, I'm just hastily, I'm doing what Callum claims he didn't, and I'm Googling it, and it
2: is, yeah.
1: Um, Ah, yeah, it's Salt City's Ground. Yeah, I did know weeks. that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The Rock and Roll Football
0: Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Oh my word, we've got a double air horn situation in the same game in 1998. Dyson, it's insanity at Wembley. It it really
1: is. In the 71st minute, Clive Mendonca has got his second of the game uh, for Charlton, making it two all, but then just two minutes uh, down the other end up Pops, Niall Quinn, the mighty Quinn, with his second of the afternoon, uh, 73 minutes in, Sunderland have gone 3-2 up against Charlton. You
0: know what? I know it's like, I mean, how many years ago now? 22 years ago. (laughs) I am still feeling genuinely tense about the outcome of it.
1: The weird thing is, we've not had anything from the uh, Man City game yet. Have we? <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I'll stick. I'm, I'm going to stick with it from the uh, 99 second division playoff, Man City against Gilliam I'm just feeling there might be goals in this one, but maybe not till late <laughs> on. <laughs> been
0: we quite don't know so for far. sure. We, n- no <laughs> <Yeah>. spoilers, but <laughs> yeah. we've f- from a blo- from a bloke I know down the bookies. He yeah. says that he game imagines. might kick off a bit. I think it might. I Can feel it in my bones.
2: Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football.
0: It's a double air horn situation. (laughs) First of all, in 1999, has Gillingham Man City come to life, Matt Dyson? Finally. We said there'd be
1: goals in this one, didn't we? And Carla Saba has scored for Gillingham. They're 1-0 up against Man City in the 81st minute. Surely there's no way back into this for Man
0: City. So late on. Gillingham, potentially if they win this, this could transform their future. They could end up in the Premier League. They could end up as one of English football's yeah. dominant sides. You sent whoever wins that game. Uh, it's a sliding doors moment. In the year 2000, it's Barnsley versus Ipswich. Barnsley have pulled a goal back. Craig Hignett from the penalty Ooh. spot. They're back in this game now with 12 minutes to go. It's an absolute thriller, Matt Dyson. Goals galore in that one. What a game. Of course, players in the current era are not playing in playoff Finals at the moment. They find finding other ways to uh, entertain themselves. Jamie Vardy was pictured this week tending to his vegetable patch. (laughs) Um, Not only that, he was doing it in a (laughs) £180 Gucci flip-flops.
1: Of course he was. Of course. (laughs) he was. What a turnaround. One of the most unexpected (laughs) things to come out about Jamie Vardy in in many a year. I mean, he used to just be known for getting pumped up on Red Bull, downing loads of coffee and (laughs) chomping on Skittles and chewing snooze and just being off his (laughs) face and ran out onto the pitch and ran around like a lunatic. And now suddenly, in lockdown, he's found some some sort of inner calm and is
0: living the good life. It's unbelievable. Do you think he's trying then? Do you think the secret behind these vegetable patches is he's trying to grow his own stimulants. Do you think he's going to make some mashed up? Maybe, yeah. His homebrew energy drink. He's basically making moonshine monster.
1: Yeah, some sort of chewing tobacco with, uh, with, with added caffeine. That's what
0: it's all about. That would make more sense. It's just, what it is as well is, it's quite a sweet, wholesome hobby. It's like finding out John Terry does basket weaving.
1: Yeah, I can't I know. put There's this like pictures with Jamie Vardy's image it's like pictures of him going into the uh, the greenhouse to water his tomatoes and stuff <laughs> I, I think it's not you know people can change and that's one of the great things about you know he's found himself at home with a lot of time on his hands and he can change he's become a better person it's like when Joey Barton started banging on about philosophy all the time and you know
0: people can change it's a lovely thing it is a lovely thing I love that he's doing it in really expensive Gucci flip flops it's like doing yeah, the grouting yeah. in a tuxedo <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast.
0: More double airhorn horn action in 98 and 99. Dyson, what's going on?
1: Would you believe this? 85th minute at Wembley. Richard Rufus pops up for Charlton with a goal. It's three all. Surely this one's heading to extra time. Goals galore here. And in the 87th minute, uh, the Gillingham Man City game would you believe it Gillingham have scored a second Robert Taylor manager Tony Pulis is celebrating while the uh, Man City manager Joe Royal looks forlorn surely in the 87th minute Gillingham going 2-0 up this is all over surely
0: I mean there's just no time for them to get back into it oh, exactly man. there's no way that could ever happen it's impossible surely well, they say a lot of things are impossible. A lot of people said Jim White wouldn't keep coming on every Saturday <laughs>
1: yes. to
0: read out your My Sports News headlines. And do tweet us at RR Football. Email us football at absolute radio.co.uk with your personal sports stories from the week. Jim is here. It's time for My Sports News. Thanks very much, Matt and Matt. Our first story this week is from Rob Edwards. He beat his nine-year-old twins ten five in a garden game of 2v1 football with a dog ball thrown into their garden last week. Rob said exclusively to My Sports News, I've still got my skills. It was like watching Brazil circa 1970. There were, however, some alleged foul play from his daughter, but the nine-year-old was not penalized. More on that story as it develops. <laughs> Natalie. Yeah, Mac on Twitter has been in touch with the MySports news desk
1: telling us he secured a playoff spot in the championship for Oxford United uh, in Football Manager. From all of us here at MySports News, Mac Welder.
0: Thanks so much, Sarah. Sharon from Linlithgow was this week's winner of her family's Zoom quiz. There were six teams, and Sharon and her partner Mike had a convincing win. Unfortunately, it means it's now their turn to create the quiz. That's a nightmare for anybody, Sarah. Yeah, good luck with that, Sharon. And Asher from
1: Canterbury successfully created five different zones in his garden for his family to take part in some circuit training. Nobody, uh, yes, that's nobody, has yet to show any interest or use any of the zones
0: at this stage. That's a real shame for Asher, but totally understandable on behalf of his family. Why would you want to be at their circuit training when you're in a house that has chocolate and wine? (laughs) That's all that for May Sports News this week. Don't forget, email your personal sports news for us to read out football at absoluteradio.co.uk and tweet us at Aaron Football.
2: You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast.
0: It's a triple air horn situation in this playoff final special. <laughs> Let's go to the final in 1999. Matt Dyson. Yes, and uh, a
1: goal for Manchester City. This is in the 90th minute. Remember, they were 2-0 down. Kevin Horlock has pulled one back, but it's in the 90th minute. He runs away. They grab the ball out of the back of the net in their kappa kit with green and black stripes and the classic brother sponsorship on the shirts. Mm -hmm. But the seconds to go here at Wembley, surely they can't mount a miraculous comeback, can they?
0: Oh my word! Let's find out. And in the in the in 2014, the playoff final, QPR were down to ten men, but there's been a goal, and it's full QPR. Bobby Zamora against the oh. run of play, Sinks Derby in the 90th minute. QPR, it looks like heading for the Premier League. Oh, the oh. drama, Matt! Wow, such late drama! It's amazing. There is, and it's not over. These games are still going on. Could there be more late drama in some of these?
2: Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football.
0: Triple air horn action. These playoff finals are coming to a sizzling finish. Let's go to Matt Dyson in 1999. You would not believe this for the, the 95th minute.
1: <laughs> Paul Dickhoff, the angry little Scottish striker, has scored an equaliser to make it two all. The oh. goalkeeper, the goalkeeper Vince Bartram, was Paul Dickov's best man at his <gasps> wedding a few years ago. No. Uh, but the goal has no. gone in. A dramatic late comeback uh, for Manchester City, Joe Royal's Man City, and we're going to go to... Ex- Extra time here. Also, there's more drama in the Charlton Sunderland game, uh, which is now in the 99th minute in it, in in extra time. Nicky Summerby has scored for Charlton to put them four three up, but then just four minutes later, Clive Mendonca completes his hat trick. It's four all. They can't stop scoring goals in this one. Sunderland oh. four, Charlton four.
0: This is absolute insanity. Extra time in Charlton versus Sunderland, and Gillingham versus Man City. We will bring you the climax of these thrilling playoff finals in just a second.
2: Kicking you into shape, it's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast.
0: It's all over in our playoff finals now. QPR have gone up. Ipswich Town have gone up. But what is going on in ninety-eight and ninety-nine, Dyson? Well, Charlton
1: have won on penalties against Sunderland. Michael Gray, uh, born in Sunderland, has missed the crucial penalty after it looked like they could go on all day. Sasa Illich is the hero. Charlton have got up to the Premier League. Sunderland stay down. Oh, sad times for Sunderland on the river where they used to build <laughs> the boats. We don't even know what a streaming service is yet, but someone somewhere is already planning a Netflix documentary about this unlucky team and their misfortune over the years I predict and also in the other in the other playoff final Manchester City coming back from 2-0 down in the dying minutes have won 3-1 on penalties, Nicky Weaver in goal is the hero, uh, just standing there and waving his other players towards him to celebrate an iconic image before he ran around like a madman, uh, Man City and Joe Royler have gone up to the old first division uh, Tony Pulis' is him. Stay down.
0: Oh, absolutely thrilling stuff here on playoff final day on Rock and Roll Football. Tweet us at r Football about what games you'd like us to feature next weekend. There have been so many great things that football and footballers have been doing, as well as, of course, everyone in every walk of life has been doing mm. their bit during this crisis. Uh, Liverpool, one of many clubs this week, to mow a tribute to the NHS into their pitch. Uh, the letters NHS and uh, YNWA underneath—they look amazing yes. from the air. Have you seen some of these, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really impressive. Uh, is, I mean,
1: is it is it mowing or white markings? I'm not because either way, mm. it's very neat, very
0: neat and impressive, isn't it? I, I think it must—is it white? It must be the white pitch markings, isn't it? Oh, I thought they'd sort of mowed it like they do the Wembley pitch when they do like a sort of design in it, but it probably is white markings. I mean, if this but had happened sounds. in the nineties, people would think this was aliens. Yeah 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 crop circles isn't it what's going on what's aliens going love on? the nhs isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah they love them too uh, it's, a, it's a lovely a lovely gesture on behalf of liverpool and you know a real hard time for liverpool fans at the moment
0: because we don't know what's
1: going to happen to their premier league title that they would have won if oh, yeah did. i mean so you've also won got won,
0: to be anyway. careful letting groundsmen mow whatever they like in, as a message into a football pitch yeah just do oh, something yeah. what yeah liverpool have done the nhs thing do what you like yeah. Gary's a what? <laughs> Ring this number for what? What were you thinking?
1: <laughs> They've got old Neil Buchanan doing a massive heart attack in the middle of the pitch. <laughs> Who
0: told you to do that. <laughs> oh, Dyson, it's been an absolute pleasure doing you uh, doing this with you again on on Saturdays. It's such a treat putting these shows together with all these amazing retro games. Yes, long may it continue, like I say. I don't want Real Football to come
1: back. (laughs) Let's just keep living
0: in the past, which is, as far as fans, pretty much what we do um, for most of our lives. Yeah, yeah, we do. Thank you for all your emails and your tweets. We'll see you next week. Well, there you go. What a podcast that was. What an absolute thrill. Mm. Oh, what an ex- another mm. excellent retro! Another excellent. I retro catch you by surprise there.
1: <laughs> no, no. I'm, still, mm. I'm still thinking about my sandwiches. I'm still thinking about it my beetroot. Put it my slices of my beetroot and put it in my sandwiches. Mm. When it mixes with the mayonnaise, oh, it's exquisite.
2: Oh, it is exquisite. But yes, um, it, was
1: a good, it was a great show. So, yeah, do give us a, a star rating on uh, wherever you yes. get your podcasts from.
0: Yeah, write a little
1: nice. review as well. It
0: does help other people find it.
1: Yes, and share we're on social media it. because share on social media, a lot of people think we're still doing uh, real-time goals and we're not. We're doing retro stuff. So, you know, if you could tell people about it, that'd be nice as well.
0: Yes, and email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk with your personal sports news, with your own goals and with any suggestions for games that you would like to see covered in the montages or in real time and tweet us as well at R&R Football. We hope you're well and... um you know, we say that, realizing that people are having really different experiences throughout this. You know, for some people, it's a bit annoying. For some people, it's you know, it's really bad. So we, we don't say that lightly. We know that wherever no. you're listening to this, we find people in, in vastly different scenarios. So true. we're thinking about you all. We hope you're all well, and we really mean that. And um, hopefully, just the, our, our shared love of football will help us through this. Yeah, amen. And to sandwiches, that. <laughs> and beetroot. <laughs> ta Bye
2: Rock and roll football Podcast done